Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. We are just two moms, never without our kids or our Kindles. Welcome back to Tropes and Tantrums. Time for our October wrap up. It is the middle of November, but... You know what? It's just meaning that October is over. If you've so, listened to the previous episode you would of know. us just catching up, you know why this is happening I would now. say it's way more than catching up. It's actually extremely entertaining. So <laughs> if you have I laughed a lot. Um, and you got to hear how I almost died last month. So yes. that's worth the listen 100%. So. No, it's a good one. Um, so now we're just going to talk straight books from October. Yeah, so if that's what you're here for, you're here in the right place. You're in the right place. Um, Danielle, how many books did you read? It was a slow month for you. Um, Three books, one arc. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> everything. For Danielle. It was after reading as many books as I did in um, September, it like really brought me back down to earth. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I was like, okay, I need to say something. This is, and here's the thing. No shade, no hate. If you read one book, if you read 25 books a month, doesn't matter. No, good for you. But let me, I just have to say something happened. We and didn't I'm, talk about it. I know what you're going to talk about. No, and I have to talk about it because it was so great. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, we went to the Iron Flame, <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Iron Flame Midnight Release. And Amber was there for moral support because she's obviously not a fantasy girly. We are trying no. to get her to read Fourth Wing so that she not as becomes a fantasy girly, but becomes one of the girlies that are the dragon girlies. But we were waiting in line because you had to wait in line until midnight to get your copy of Iron Flame. Oh, uh, we them. got into line at like 11.45. It, so it was, no, we weren't waiting in line that long. No, but we got there at 10 to do all of the activity. Correct. And and mingle with other yes, people. Yes, we didn't really mingle with them. No, we, we did. Do you know with Danielle and my sister. No, do you know who we mingled with um, is the girl that I used to work with almost a decade ago who Danielle me. did not remember. I did not. Well, I remembered her face, but she also looked like this girl I went to high school with also. So then I called her Hannah and she didn't hear me, thank God, because her name was not Hannah. <laughs> um, Hannah's not listening either. So it's really okay. Um, so yeah, we were there not to mingle with anyone, except for when we got in line. We got in line behind this group who happened to be the group of the people of that the girl that I went to, that I worked with uh, was in. And this guy turned around to talk to me and Kristen and um, Amber. And not a friendly human. I'm personally not a friendly human. I don't know how Kristen was able to talk to him for so long. And she's trying to like reread. She's trying to reread fourth ring. Amber literally is walking away. Cause she's I like, walk away, come back, I'm on away, my phone. Come back. We are talking. So this guy turns around. And he's like talking to us and he like says like, yeah, I just got into reading like two years ago. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know if he said like I'm killing it. I don't know if like it was like something like very like strong. He had like a very. Oh, yeah. Like you probably like in my head. I'm like, okay, cool. Like maybe he reads like six, seven books a month. Yep. He goes, yeah, I'm I'm sitting at a solid one book a month. I had to walk away. I had to walk away because the way he was. And again, no shade, shade to the no people hate. that do that. Which I mean, good for you. You picked up a book. Like good for Amazing. you. Amazing. Right? We're here for but it. The way he like was delivering it, as in the sense of like, look the fuck out. Yeah. Look the I, fuck out, you guys. I, I am fucking this. here, and I'm like, and I'm like, thinking like he is the way he said. Like he was like proud, and like you can't see it. Like you can't see us right now because like <laughs> our cameras, cameras, our cameras died, of course. Um, but like he like shoulders back, like fuck 
yeah, yeah. I and read I like, one oh. book a month he, and I'm like oh my god I just didn't anticipate it coming out of his mouth and Amber immediately <laughs> walks had, she immediately pivot turns here. and walks away to the romance section and then leaves Kristen and I to stand there and like my mouth is probably gay, but I was like, oh, like, and the again, build up did not meet Ben. That no, band. no, no. And it was like, a, it was just like, oh, it was so funny. Yeah. No. And it was immediately so what, funny. Cause like, I was like, I go, I sit over here thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, this guy probably reads about the same amount. I do like 10 to 12 books a month, whatever. And mm-hmm. no, he was like, yeah, I read like a solid one book a month. And I'm like, I, what? I am so glad that Amber didn't the say amp, Amber the was amp that you just provided was. Do you know what that is? It did not match, honey. It did not match. Do you know what that is? That is textbook like male. Like, <laughs> like you. Like I am. I it. just. I. It was. I had it. to walk away because I was like, because first off, we were blowing his mind with some other book like book terms because oh he was like asking God, I he forgot. Was like, are you guys kindle girlies or are you like physical book girlies and i was like well i i do both but mainly my kindle because i get a lot of arcs and he goes and then kristen's like face and then like, kristen's like, like wait what kristen's does that like, mean and he's like, my sister's like hey dumbass like oh you God. have to explain what that means not everybody knows what that means and not and here's the thing we're not like shaming people for not knowing what that means no i but it was think, just like, like you're here to get iron flame you're like you're part of the book community like but you might know i thought about it after we left and i feel like um fourth wing is very much has now become such a phenomenon like outside of the book world and you and i are so immersed in the book world true that it feels normal but i think of it as the harry potter the twilight like these books that have now be expanded outside of the book realm that people have picked him up and obviously he says he's been reading for two years i don't know if i necessarily believe that fully um because we were like telling these books that he had no idea and they're like very popular what's an arc and i was like it's an advanced reader's copy and he's like what does that mean and i was like it 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 means like you're getting it you're getting it before Before it comes out so you can be and he like still like kind of like didn't looked, get it. He still looked dumbfounded, which is fine. I mean, and then it's totally fine. I threw DNF at him. And oh he my was god! Like, I knew what? I was like <laughs> that, and I was like, did not finish. Kristen was dying. <laughs> Kristen sister, was like, my sister, we literally got in the car, and she was like, you have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead because then there was also <laughs> it happened before I was there. I'm sad I missed it, but because there was oh, yes. the girl with Ali Hazelwood. Yes, okay. My sister and I got there. Allie Hazelwood about, came out with her last, her check new book. And, check and mate. So you could purchase that also at midnight if you wanted to. Um, So these two girls, my sister's looking at the fourth wing um, holiday, holiday editions. And I'm, and then she's like taking like a, a quiz thing for fourth wing or iron flame or whatever. Yeah, which is what quadrant she was in. Yeah. And she... <laughs> So I'm standing at a different table and these two girls are like pointing at the as Allie Hazelwood books like Love Hypothesis is on this table, Love Theoretically is on this table, Check and Mate is on this table. The and second one that we don't talk about is it's not. Love on the Brain or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, my book club read Love Theoretically and it was a hit. Like we all loved it. It's one of my favorite Allie Hazelwood books and one of the girls goes... Love Hypothesis is my favorite. 
and I swear to you, my brain glitched and I didn't even hear her say the word. Like, it did not process. <laughs> and I literally was like, oh, love hypothesis is trash. Like, it was so bad. And I was just like, oh, well, it was my favorite. And I was like, oh, I mean, everyone is entitled to <laughs> It's like, I swear, like, I forgot how to, like, interact with no, adults. No, it's fine. Because it's, it's like, like my brain, gli- literally, it glitched and did not process what she was ta- saying to me. And even her friend, like, looked at me all funny. And she was like, it's okay. I didn't like a love hypothesis either. But love theoretically is really good. But I think the best one is love on the brain. And I was like, yeah, you won't see me reading that one you either. And they, and they literally were like, oh, okay. And Don't, walked away. Just so you know, everyone, she did not tell them to come listen to our podcast. So no, they're I, not here. They're not, not here with us I in the room. Not. And if you are, you can't. You, you Again, randomly your stumbled opinions? upon our podcast. I apologize. I mean, and I apologize to any listeners who did love Love Hypothesis and Love on the Brain. I did not read Love on the Brain because I did not like Love Hypothesis. I did read Love Theoretically because it was our book club. Read. I did love. I and did love. It was very very good. I did love the Love Hypothesis until I read Love Theoretically, and then I was like, wow, I. It's not comparable. They're not comparable. Well, I thought when I at the time that I read Love Hypothesis, I read it, it read in it the beginning of my because I read it at the beginning of my book journey when same. everyone was like getting into reading during the pandemic, and you're reading like Colleen Hoover, Hoover. and you're reading. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say <laughs> when I rated like 900 Colleen Hoover books, uh, five, five stars, stars yes. and then I was like, wow, this is. And then you read not. Allie Hazelwood, and um, you're reading like Anna Hong and things like that. And I mean, I still read Anna Hong, so that's not that's not an issue because I think her books and again, are really, really well written. No hate. If you no, do like no any of these books, at all. like everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but like to to where I started to where I am, it's totally different. It's very and different. I and that, that Amber is very different. But I think it's funny because I think that again, same thing with the Love Hypothesis. I think that there are certain books that made it out of the book world, and I think that when you're looking at casual readers who are like, "Oh, I'll pick up like a book." like every six months or whatever. I could totally see where like some of these thoughts come from. Um, I mean, I did straight up tell someone that who said that Akatar was better than fourth wing. And I straight up told you your opinion is wrong. (laughs) And so I, and I, you know what, now having read, read the second book, Iron Flame, a hundred percent, your opinion is even more wrong than it was. I don't actually know. I'm going on the record saying this. I don't know if I'm ever going to finish the fifth book, uh, especially after talking to Kristen about it at the Iron Flame. I, I think don't. You should pass. I honestly, I think you should pass. I, I should be done. Like I honestly, it would be you... lovely to finish a series for once in my life, <laughs> but um, <laughs> without another book coming out, because like that would be like lovely. But I just don't know if I can do it because now, like having read Iron Flame, it's like. I'm sorry, I can't. Okay, so you, you and my sister, we were sitting at that one table, and you guys were talking about the Inheritance games. games yes. Got and I, you know how my sister said I have not? Like, she's like, I have yet to finish a series. Yeah. That's a lie. She did finish it. And I thought about this, and I have I forgot to tell her this, but um, because I was, like, thinking about that. I was like, no, she's finished, because she finished the Knock Em Out series. Oh, she read all of them? Yeah. So I she she finished. Oh. I've still yet to read the third book. I own the third book. It's on my Kindle. I just have yet to read it because, it's, you know, it's as you'll rough hear. rough goings over here. As you'll hear in the wrap-up, I had seven arcs this month, this, um, in October. Yes. And I, oh, so getting back to it, four books, like I said. Oh, yeah, three, um, Three books, one arc. Um, 
should I just say what the books were since it's like two books, like nothing? Yeah, yeah, just go. go. For okay. It. Um, so and we'll talk about the arc. We'll talk about we'll one do of arc the arcs. Yeah, because I read because there's technically three arcs I have to talk about because um, I read two in this month. Um, four books, three regular oh, we're books. We're do November arcs too. I mean, I just have the other two. Like, I have more arcs to talk about for November, so I figure I'm gonna knock out oh, the ones because okay. because okay. they're all out. That's oh, okay. the thing. Um, cause they all came out first week of November. So I'm like, I just might as well talk about them. Well, I'm not going to do that. No, well, you're 95 arcs <laughs> deep. So that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a personal I'm issue. Drowning. Um, yeah, no, that's a different, don't ever use the word arc because someone will not understand <laughs> you and they will look at you like you are the craziest human. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. He I thought know I had four heads. <laughs> I, I swear. And Kristen and I must have like mind and we're like, oh my God, she's got to say something. Cause like, she's just, it's great. <laughs> I love Amber for everything that she is because I'm either your I, cup of tea or I'm not. No, we talked about that. I'm like very much the same. It's the same, but I'm just like it, we're because we are so different, introverted versus versus extroverted. It, Amber will talk to anyone at any time and like be totally. No, I would talk well. to no one. I would be living in a cave, <laughs> honestly. Um, three books. Uh, first one I read was Wildfire by Hannah Grace. So um, it was the follow up. Um, interconnected standalone to icebreaker not a technical sequel because it's different characters um y'all i was hyped i was like we get another hannah grace book because icebreaker was one of my top reads for yes, 2022 i agree with that. um it was i want to say it was in my top three for the year and i was obsessed i thought it was incredible i know people have differing opinions it's fine whatever um i loved it i loved every second of icebreaker um wildfire not so much. Um, I had originally rated it four stars after reading it and have knocked it down to three. Honestly, I would not recommend. Um, if you, some people who did not like Icebreaker liked Wildfire. I'm going to read Wildfire. So don't say uh, too much. No, I'm not going to. Okay. Um, but it is, um, like I said, it's one of the other um, hockey players on the team. Um, and he, and um, they have a one night stand. Um, very like first few pages of the book and then they end up um being camp counselors together and that's all i'll say i don't um there was spice in it spice was not as good as icebreaker but um yeah i just wouldn't recommend it um it was fine um i think it actually contributed to the slump now looking back because it was after that book that i have i was not able to really finish a book yeah. which sucks um, so yeah, I was disappointed just because the hype I felt like and the buildup had been so real after Icebreaker and honestly really pissed that it wasn't on Kindle Unlimited and I knew that it wasn't going to be because she had pulled Icebreaker from KU yeah. after it got popular last year. Um, but I wish it had been because I paid for it and I'm pissed about it, um, which is fine. Uh, the next book I read, uh, which I won't talk about, um, was caught up by Liz Tomford, um, I'm not going to talk about it because we're going to have a whole separate episode. So um, make sure you are following, subscribed, all the things because we're going to talk about it um, next week fully. Um, but incredible. If you have read the rest of the uh, Windy City series, absolutely 150% recommend uh, Baseball Romance, uh, Nanny, Single Dad. Incredible. Won't talk anymore because I could talk about it for 900 years because it was amazing. <laughs> and we will talk about it for 900 years on the next episode. Um, the third book I read um, was The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston, um, which was our book club book of the month. Only three of us read it. I, I'm feeling like I bought it. I just didn't have time. No, you to didn't. Read it. I am 
more convinced than ever that our book club is going to end up just being us talking about nothing for two hours every month i'm fully no i think i think (laughs) it's just we haven't had we haven't had a hit in a while no i don't think we we haven't had a hit since um oh my god love theoretically yeah which was our second which was our third book yeah well because then we read divine rivals and that was that that was the the turning point was that the next book that we read Mm mm-hmm Okay. Either way, I would be fine if our book club was just us talking because it's literally... we have a great time. We, yeah. Plus, the book club has left the book club and now entered the group chat, which... The group chat is vibing. It's always vibing. Um, So this was um, Ashley Poston's first book. If you know, um, in August, I read, or in September, I don't remember. um, I read The Seven Year Slip, which I rated five very vibrant stars. It's one of my favorite books of the month um, because it's going to be one of my favorite books of the year. Um, So this was her first novel that she wrote last year. Um, Still very good. Everyone who did read it in the book club loved it. Um, it, I ranked it four and a half stars. Um, it does deal with heavier topics such as grief. Um, it does have some paranormal elements as well. So if that like turns you off, um, probably not for you. I am not a paranormal girly, um, but I didn't mind the paranormal aspects of the book. Um, she talks to ghosts. So just so you know, like she talks <laughs> to ghosts um, and her family runs a funeral home. So there's just a lot of, there's a lot of heavier topics, um, but really enjoyed the romance in this book. Um, not super spicy, um, which is fine. I'm not like, I'm, I don't die on the hill that I need spice um, to like love a romance. Um, but again, really solid book. I would recommend if you're going to pick up one of her books, I would recommend The Seven Year Slip. Um, they're not connected whatsoever, completely different provinces, but um, I just enjoyed that book more and I thought it was less heavy in comparison. Rated at five stars, this one four and a half. So still really, really good. She's a very solid author, as I talked about, about The Seven Year Slip. Um, the way she talks, oh, and she's a writer. She's a ghost writer, a literal, a literal ghost, a literal ghost writer. Um, that's her career. So what I was going to say is that, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Ashley Poston writes very similarly to Emily Henry. So if you very much like that, like descriptive, like really like vivid imagery type of writing, um, she's definitely your girl because I just, I love that. And I just feel like she hits different in that, in that regard. So, um, and like I said, I read one more, um, which was an arc. So we'll talk about that as well. But those are technically, I only talked about two books because the other two we're going to talk about separately. But yeah, so it was a slow month, but, um, we are out of the well we were out of the slump of october to head into potential slump city of november but we knew that that was going to happen we were fully aware i called it and so i don't know we do i do have a book club book to read this month uh we're reading for our book club um mrs ash nash's ashes mrs nash's ashes um and so yeah so we'll see i will buddy read that we're doing is if you haven't listened to the episode, the catch-up episode. Um, oh, I forgot. Shit. We are doing, my sister Kristen and Danielle are going to sit down and talk about Iron Flame. And that is going to be the buddy read um, because Danielle can't sit here and talk to me about Iron Flame because I'm not going to get it. No. And, and we, Kristen and I are going to die on the hill that we're really trying to get her <sighs> to dive into fourth wing. We'll see. Um, 
we're hoping for a cool concept that we're working through if it's going to, if it'll pop up. But um, yeah, so I, uh, so if you are an Iron Flame girly, just know that that will be coming and it will be spoiler abounds. So if you are one of those people that might be putting it off, maybe start reading it now so that you can partake in that episode because it will, it'll be from the get go. Like yeah. we're not holding back on the spoilers. So as soon as, um, we get that chance. We'll probably record it probably either sometime later this month or early December. So yeah. look forward to that. So that's just a heads up if you're expecting like a buddy read. <sighs> Announcement, the buddy read is going to be Iron Flame. Okay, so I read 10 books. Seven yes. of them were ARCs. Three of them were off my TBR. Um, th- the three books I... So the three off my TBR were uh, caught up because I had to read it for the podcast. Um, and then the other two, it was Lilies in Autumn by Lola Miles, which I had to read so I could read um, <laughs> so another book, technically another arc. And then, so the second, because I got the second book for for an arc. I'm going to make then, a name for that for Amber, that there are also these books that she has to read before. <laughs> and I'm going to, they're not going to be called arcs. It's going to be like a pre-arc or something. I'm going to call it, because it doesn't count as something off of her TBR. Because no, it was, it was technically, technically they were on my TBR. Lilies and Autumn was on my TBR. Okay. And so was um, Would You Rather, because I got Would yes. You Riddance by Daphne Elliott as an arc. So technically they were on my TBR. I, I want bumped them to the list. I, want, I know Amber is like the queen of the arcs. Um, I need to take a break. But I want her to be able to actually knock out books. That are on my TBR? Speaking of knockout books, like knock them out. Like mostly. Yes, that. literally. Um, but I will say that I did hit my goal. In the month of October for the year, my Which goal was 111 books because last year I read 110. Um, so then I just made it one more than last year and I hit it. Um, and then, so now I'm sitting at 116 books. For the year. For the year. Where are you sitting? Because um, you already beat your goal. So my goal is 50. Yeah. As dumb as a stupid goal. Um, but I'm at, I upped it on story graph to 75 so i'm at 74 with iron flame i kind of wanted iron flame to be 75 but that's fine we're like it's semantics um so 74 and my kindle challenge is eight out of 16 and i'm at nine out of 16 on my kindle challenge and and i just told you yeah she's gonna help me bump up to nine yeah we're gonna get you there as you know it's like a very like i think i'll hit it i think i'll hit 16 i think i'll hit 15 out of 16 yourself yes that's what i think i'll hit and what I hit sixteen out of sixteen last time, fifteen out of fifteen, something like that. I got, you I got mean, 100%. I got all because I'm a psychopath. So yes, we're gonna see if I'm gonna be a psychopath. What were your favorite reads for what for last for the month? month? Oh, I mean, it, caught up was by far my favorite read. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I don't. There's nothing. I felt all the feels. I felt all the feels. So, um, yeah, easy. But out of the four, like. It was a no brainer okay. for me. Yeah. Um. I my my I had two favorites. I had Caught Up by Liz Tom Ford, obviously, and then um an arc that I read Shattered Sun by Persephone. Um. Autumn. I like. I'm still thinking about that book. It was so good. Um. And I'll talk about that in the arc segment. Um. But I did finish a series. Okay. In, in October, so I'm going to give the series blurb. It's um, the Lovewell Lumberjacks by. Daphne Elliott, and it follows um, siblings. Um, Those are the wood ones, right? They mm-hmm. all. They, it's 
three brothers and their sister. And okay. they are lumberjacks. They run a up in Maine, in Lovewell, Maine, they run a lumberjack business. Um, and it just their love lives, pretty much. Um, and navigating the loss of unexpected death of their dad. So it's like cowboy romance, but like but with lumberjacks. With lumberjacks. <laughs> it's like different. Yes, but it, it was it's very good. Um, so this is a series blurb for it. It says, Welcome to Lovewell, Maine, where the moose outnumber the people and you can't swing an axe without hitting a hot, grumpy lumberjack. Filled with n- humor, heart, and heat, the Lovewell series will melt Kindles in 2023. While each Lovewell book stands alone, they are most fun read in, in order. And personally, I think that you should read these books in order because there is a mystery that lies within the stories okay. and it runs throughout That's the whole fine. book beginning to end so it's i i thought it was a cool aspect of the book mm-hmm. of this whole series um but highly recommend i loved it um i do have the series up on our um, my instagram the sisters who book instagram with all my favorite quotes okay. from each book and we'll share it too um yeah I'll, yeah definitely and so it was very good but i read would you rather as one of my TBR books, and then mm-hmm. Wood Wood Riddance as how many books are there? Four. Four. Okay, one for each. Okay. Yes, one, one for, each, for each sibling. And I can't decide. I was going to say I which was one was your favorite. DMing the as I <laughs> as I do um, the author, and I was like, I don't know who's my favorite. And the first book, Henry, I think he's by far my favorite, but. Uh, Adele's book, who's the last book, um, Lumberjack Daddy, he's also a favorite. Um, but she was, and she put it very perfectly, Daphne Elliott did. She was like, You can love both because they're not related. And I said, mm, You're right. <laughs> You're like, It's perfect. Thank you. But anyway. So I think we should head into our segment. What do you think? Yep. Sounds good. Do you want to s- sure. start? Sure. Let's do this. <laughs> Since I've got seven. Um, so I have three arcs um, all now available. Just so you know, we don't read. We don't do we usually we don't usually do arcs that aren't available no. for you to read because it's like dumb. Yeah. Um, so the first one I read in October, which was Tis the Damn Season by Kimmy Freeman. She's literally 16 years old, like 16, 16 years old, wrote. Oh, the writer, yeah. And I was like, that's freaking wild. Um, obviously, Taylor Swift inspired. Um, it is a holiday rom-com. Um, basically, what the f- I'm such an idiot. I, like, thought I was going to write, have all the things, um, and I did not. Um, so, basically, this book um, follows a singer, actress, um in LA and she um is from a small town um where her ex-boyfriend still resides as well as her parents um so the blurb is Hollywood starlet caught in a scandal the boy she never got over and a Christmas season they'll never forget Aspen Moore is living proof that money doesn't buy happiness at 23 years old the singer actress has it all fame fortune and her own headlining tour and yet something or someone is still is missing when a scandal rocks um, Aspen's carefully constructed Hollywood life, she's forced to reser- return to her Pennsylvania hometown where she reconnects with her first love, Roman Torres. 
Um, so basically, you've got, um, like I said, your second chance romance, celebrity redemption, a dual timeline, past and present, um, a playlist included. You know, I love a good playlist um, with Taylor Swift songs. Um, love. Slow Burn, um, Guy Falls First, um, No Spice, um, and I got, I rated I mean, it. If she's 16, I hope there's no spice. I mean, but the book is like, I mean, writing spice is, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, yes, at 16, yeah. Um, four star, I rate it four stars. Um, really solid read, uh, especially if you're looking for like a quick like palate cleanser. It was really good. Um, got it from NetGalley. Um, yeah, so that was the one I read in October. Um, and then for the month of November, um, oh, also not on KU, just so you're aware. Just so if you like, go look for it on KU. It is not on KU. So you will have to buy it. Um, the next one I read was um, Alive at Night by Emile Reese. I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. And I feel bad because I did get the arc directly from her. So if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm an idiot. And I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> it could be Amelie. I don't know. Um, but this book, I like freaking close. Like, why did I close it when I'm still reading these stupid things? Okay, here we are. So um, this is called Alive at Night. I don't know if I said that. I can't remember. Um, former childhood enemies, Julian and Juniper, are forced to work together, but a simple exchange could change everything. He needs help with his case, and she needs a fake boyfriend. Um, we got enemies to lovers, childhood best friend's brother, a workplace romance, found family, fake dating, dual POV, and... Um, two to three chili peppers um and i rated it four and a half stars it is on ku um basically it's everything i wanted the hating game to be but better so um yeah um and like i said i got that arc directly from the author um again fast read especially if you're looking for like a good palate cleanser um the third arc i read was called out of place by dc kyle um and i got this one from sunny babe pr um Eris Olivia is in jeopardy of losing her trust fund due to one bad decision after another. She is sent to live with her aunt in Georgia to work on their family farm where she meets Landon, who couldn't be more opposite. He helps Olivia transition into her role and complete and this completely new place while she struggles to acclimate. Um, so this one, you get small town romance, um, city girl, farm boy, opposites attract, he falls first. Um, again, dual POV, golden retriever, um, male main character, um, two to three chili peppers on the spice scale. Um, I rated it four stars. Um, basically, it's like it happened one summer, but make it small town farm in Georgia. Um, I really enjoyed it. Again, it was just this month's arcs were basically just like really cute rom-coms with spice except for the one that didn't have spice so like two out of three <laughs> um no but they were really they were really solid month of arcs as you know i don't take a ton of arcs um, yeah so the ones i read have to be like where i'm like all right this sounds really good and they all were they were all really solid like i said four stars for two of them and four and a half for another um but i did take an arc for uh june of 2024 already so just so far out i know but hey at least i'm like planning for it in my head mentally so true come for me in may when i'm like shit i have like actual arcs i have to finish so. <laughs> oh well all right okay well let's jump on my train yes um okay so in october i read seven arcs so we're going to cover them and then i'll talk about two arcs 
that I've read November that are already out as well. So okay. we'll cover nine. Sorry, strap in. <laughs> um, Painted Red by Alina Harper. I got this from the Authors Agency. Also, if the Authors Agency is listening, you can sponsor me because this is where <laughs> I get most majority yeah, of, of all of arcs. my arcs. Um, this book it is available on Kindle Unlimited. Um, the blurb. Um, what starts as seemingly any other cute romance novel quickly takes a turn for the worst. Moving from Dallas, Texas to the Pacific Northwest into her late uncle's cabin home, Tatum is looking for independence and a place uh, where her her art can be appreciated. After leaving behind an ex-boyfriend with a dangerous temper, she finds freedom in the company of two men. One is the town golden boy and the other is a rich mystery man whose family has a reputation. But nothing stays perfect forever. One man's secrets brings terror and danger into her life in the form of a secret stalker. When things go from bad to worse, Hayden and Anthony have to put their differences aside after a lifetime of not getting along. Then, when she suddenly goes missing, the two men have to work together to find her before it's too late. The tropes are thriller, romance, wide shoes turned poly relationship, uh, childhood friends to lovers, grumpy sunshine, opposites attract, forced proximity, hurt and comfort, lots of foreplay, into fade to black, um, multiple point of view. I gave this book 4.5 stars and it's two to three chili peppers. Okay, I loved this book. Yeah. It was really good. Um, what turned started as like a love triangle turned into poly relationship was a complete shock. Oh, really? Like, like you didn't go into it thinking, like, okay. I mean, I saw the tropes, right? Like, so I yeah. knew the, what to kind of expect because yeah. obviously I go in blind, so I don't read blurbs until I'm, like, literally physically writing them out. Yeah. Um, and th- it completely shocked me. Well, that's exciting. So it's almost um, – well, I can't really compare it to th- what I want to compare it to because <laughs> it just doesn't compute right. But it's just – it was it was interesting. Um so from page one, I was on the edge of my seat because, like, you just – you go in automatically realizing it's going to be a thriller, right? Yeah. Like, you just feel it. It just has that, like – she lives in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Like, it just Catch has that me vibe. never in the middle of the woods ever <laughs> in my life. Um, But for Tatum, like, when Anthony and Hayden are coming into her life, everything feels right for her for the first time. Um, and she's finding the happiness, and these two enemies are finding peace with each other because oh, they have that. the same common love for Tatum. Yeah. Hayden wants – is, like, your golden boy. Yeah. Right? He's your town hero in a sense almost. Like, he is who you root for in a love triangle, why choose situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony is like that I'm rich I can I'm in control like bad boy sense Mm -hmm. so very different very opposite Um, but they like uh, they like come together in a sense as Mm -hmm. well if that makes sense I don't want to give, like, a lot away. Um, But Tatum is being stalked. She's getting notes left for her 
at her workplace. She works at the like local diner. Um, like just weird things are happening. Yeah. Um, and then she's taken. <laughs> so we love to see that they literally have to like find ways to protect her. Um, this book is full of suspense and it makes your heart race in the moments um, and then has moments that you that will leave your jaw on the floor. My quote is, one is the sun and the other is the moon and together they create the perfect balance to keep me filled with life. Oh, I love that. It was good. Uh, not a recommendation for you. No, no. Um, because um, the thriller. Lot. There's a lot. The thriller there the is stalker. not your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. That was like a common theme with my arcs. This Thrillers? Or they're uh, like thrilling. Thrilling stalker. Oh, my god. <laughs> There was no there was zero stalkers in any of my arcs <laughs> or any of my books that I read actually <laughs> in the um, last five years. But that, it was a good one. Um, it was my first Alina Harper book. I really enjoyed it. Um, if she writes any more, I I would consider picking them up. Oh, good. Um, Odd Man Rush by Kristen Granetta. This I got from again the author's agency and also available on KU. This is book two in a series, a hockey series. Um, Okay. When my best friend tells me she's finally following her dreams and starting her own business, I couldn't be happier. Since college, we've talked about creating a website where people of all types can feel free to be themselves and explore what turns them on. So when she asks me to run it with her, I'm all in until she asks me to sleep with her and her husband and post it on the website. <laughs> I wish everyone could see Daniel's I know. Face. I'm like, see, I'm like, <laughs> what? I've loved her my whole life, but she chose a different path to please her parents, a path that led her to a wonderful pro hockey husband. If I accept her offer... I'll be a dirty secret all over again, and I don't know if my heart can withstand it. But when my apartment goes under construction, I'm stuck living with the two people I should be keeping my distance from. The forced proximity brings us closer in ways I never would have imagined, and I ended up agreeing to their steamy proposition. It's supposed to be temporary, three weeks, and then we go back to being just friends. But we were never really just friends, and now that we've started, I don't know how we'll be able to stop when it's time for me to move back out. No one can know about the things the three of us are doing. There's too much at stake, but even though we're careful to hide our ident- our, our identities, nothing stays hidden on the internet for long. So, are you good? I'm good. Okay. I'm listening. The, yeah. the tropes are FFM slash poly relationship, a forced proximity, friends to lovers, hockey romance, very spicy, multiple point of view, and second chance. I gave this book four stars and three chili peppers. Okay. This is my first FFM Mm -hmm. book and my second poly relationship book because... The last one. The last one. (laughs) (laughs) This book is... Definitely has content warning. It is a space where people who might feel these things, who may be part of the LGBTQ community, 
can feel safe, mm-hmm. right? So the two females, when they went away, so all of the characters were friends in high school. Okay. One of them dated, I can't even think of her name off the top of my head right now. Um, Courtney is her name. Sorry. Courtney and Jason, they dated. Okay. But he was going away to college to play hockey. Okay. And Courtney was in the sense of, I'm not doing long distance. Go live your life. I'll live mine. Okay. This is ending as soon as we graduate. Okay. And that's exactly what they did. He hated it. Okay. He wanted that. He didn't want the distance. He wanted more. Yeah. He wanted to just to be with her. Well, she went to Celeste and Courtney went to school together. They went to college together. They lived together. They roomed together. Well, they wanted to make money. Yeah. So they created an OnlyFans and then secretly started dating. Okay. So you know where the OnlyFans went together. Yes. Okay. They made all this money, whatever. Celeste had this opportunity to basically she's in PR mm-hmm. essentially is what she okay. does. She has this opportunity to move away from her hometown to go be do PR with this company. Well, she goes, Courtney, come with me and we'll be together. And Courtney says, nope, I can't do that. My parents won't allow it. Okay. Because she grew up in a very religious situation. Okay. And my parents won't allow it. They don't even know about us. I'm not ready. This isn't happening. Mm-hmm. You go. I'll stay behind. Okay. So they break up. Mm-hmm. So she continues to do OnlyFans. But she wears a mask. Okay. She, Jason, comes across her page. Okay. And they reconnect. Okay. So she stops doing OnlyFans because now he's this professional hockey player. Yeah. All of the things, right? Well, she marries Jason okay. and has not spoken to Courtney. I okay. mean, uh, Celeste in a very long time. Okay. Well, Celeste loses her job because the company, like, shut down there was, like... Some shit. Some shit went down. So she ha- she meets this other hockey player... Who brings her back to her hometown. Okay. In the first book. She is now his PR agent. Okay. So then she now, the hockey player she represents now plays with Jason. Okay. So now they all meet. Okay. So they become friends, all three of them again. So we're just, you know, but she's married and Celeste still has these feelings for Courtney. Courtney still has these feelings for Celeste, but no one's addressing them. Well, it gets addressed. And she basically is just like, I need some freedom. I want to create a space for people who are very unsure of who they are or what they're into, where it's a safe space. Okay. So they cre- she creates this business. Okay. Of the website. So to get it started, she and her husband agree with each other yeah we'll sleep with celeste no big deal so they do Mm -hmm. 
And then it gets discovered, and it's just, like, the whole thing. And then she comes out to her parents, and her dad is, like, shame, shame, shame. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I think it's beautifully written. I think... I think... I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great space for someone who is looking for that freedom. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great concept. Like, I'm sure things like that are out there. Yeah. Um. I... Yes. Yeah. I mean, I could sit here and read you. There was a lot of growth for everybody Mm -hmm. in the book, which as if you're a listener and as Danielle, you know, like that's important to me. Like if there's growth for characters from beginning to end in the messes that they've made. Yeah. It's a top tier book. A hundred percent. But the way it's just like the way they supported it, it just, it was good. It might not yep. be everybody's cup of tea, but it was good. Yeah. And I'm glad I got the opportunity to read it. The quote, but Celeste wasn't meant to fill a void. She enhanced our lives, our relationship in a way that no one else could have. The three of us were inseparable in high school and there's no, and it's no different now. She is part of us. So when it was time for her to leave, like Jason basically was like, hello, like don't let her walk out the door. And Gordon yeah. was like, no, let her go. Like, yeah. If this is what she wants. Yeah. Because yeah. she didn't want to be a dirty secret. And yeah. I mean, who does want to be the dirty secret? You know what I mean? Yep. So anyway, moving on to Shattered Sun, which was one of my favorite reads this month um, by Pressphone Autumn. Again, the author's agency, also available on KU. This is book one in a standalone series, Stone Bay. The blurb, when your heart is split in two, how do you choose who to love more? As a young girl, I never imagined a day without Benjamin Wilkes by my side. Ben had made had been more than a best friend. He'd been my person, the ordinary to my quirky, the smart to my foolish, the quiet to my loud. Regardless how opposite we were in personality together, we clicked. Then tragedy struck and changed my life forever. And when my mom could no longer bear the memories our house held, she moved us to Stone Bay. For years, I rebelled, spilled my heart uh, in the form of ugly words. In time, I healed and learned um, to love the lavish small town and the people that called it home. In its borders, I met my soul sisters. I made a life for myself, and I had the attention of the hottest police officer in town. Travis M- Emerson was more than the attractive man with a badge. Travis was a part of Stone Bay 7, the town's founding families, and that title came with responsibility. Though we flirted daily, our relationship never evolved beyond friendship. Then Ben showed up in Stone Bay and swept me, swept me off my feet, literally. In response, Travis growled his displeasure and all but claimed me in front of the town goss- gossip mill. One anonymous disturbing note later, I learned Ben and Travis weren't the only ones vying for my attention. Days after that, when the body of a woman was discovered in the woods, the whispers around town regarding my love triangle fizzled out. In its place, four stars. They gave this book four stars. Uh, Three chili peppers. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm out of order here. In its place, <laughs> townsfolk claimed I resemble the lifeless woman. Determined to protect me, Travis inserted himself more in my life and my heart. But as I rekindled my relationship with Ben, I learned it was possible to love more than one person. Before it's too late, I needed to decide which one of them I loved more because time was not on my side. 
Four stars, three chili peppers. It's small town, stalker killer on the loose, friends to lovers, forced proximity, romantic suspense, possessive hero, hand necklaces, love triangle, and multiple point of view. Um, in, in, and in, in that multiple point of view is an unexpected point of view that you get, which is by far one of my favorite things I've ever seen in a book. We got the point of view of the stalker. I figured that's what you're going to say. And it was chilling. Oh, God. I could never. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, no things. Absolutely chilling. This book had a little bit of everything. Twist and turn, suspenseful moments, point of views you didn't expect but you needed, and a love triangle that gives you all the feels. Kristen and Ben grew up together, but when Kristen's dad tragically passed away, she was 10 years old. Her mom moved them to Stone Bay to start over. Now she's 23, working in the town's diner as a waitress with her best friends she could have ever, ever asked for and a police officer, Travis, who loves to flirt with. But little does she know she has a stalker. One day, Ben rolls into town to work on a job. Since their reunion, everything begins to escalate. The stalker is on, on edge, Travis wants to claim her, and Ben wants to, uh, wants to go back to what they were when they were kids. When Kristen... With Kristen in the middle of the love triangle, the stalker starts leaving her very disturbing notes. The boys will do anything to protect Kristen, and that is the only thing Ben and Travis can agree on. Literally, if you liked this, you yeah. would like this book. If I liked stalkers, that comment, if I liked <laughs> stalkers, I would read this. And thrillers, if they like did something for you you would really enjoy this book you're like but you don't but so. you don't so don't um but i'm telling you the point of the p and it wasn't it was very sporadic it wasn't like a consistent point of view that so you, you got just like didn't know when it was gonna happen yeah so but when it did literal chills i just think it's funny like your unexpected point of view is a stalker my unexpected point of view is like a dog or like an <laughs> octopus <laughs> Or like a literally. dragon in fourth wing. Literally. Like literally, because we get the point of view of the dragons in fourth wing. And then you're like, I get point of views of stalkers. And I'm like, give me any kind of animal over a stalker <laughs> any day. I would love, I would love that. So my quote for the book, um, life doesn't come with a with a guide on what to do and when to do it. We make it up as we go and for the best. A ring on your finger doesn't equal happiness. Doing what feels right in your heart, that is happiness. It's just a wild, just a wild ride of books this month. Yeah. Well, then we got a mafia. <sighs> as we do. As, as we, we do. do. Okay, so this is Irish by Brittany Nicole. Again, the author's Irish, agency. Irish mafia? Um. Yes. Wow, shocking. Um. Available on KU. Um, the blurb, he was the man I wanted to stay away from. With green eyes and an easy smile, Frank McCabe stole me away from the nightmares that awaited me at home. But the son of the Irish mob would never be mine. I belong to the Italians. And the moment my mother said to me, uh, sorry, the moment my mother sold me to the head of the Italian mafia, I became the one the people of Boston were warned about. The only person more feared than me in our city is the Irish ghost. When I finally flee my marital per prison with my sons my sister in tow i unwittingly run straight into the ghost of the irishman 
who died in a fiery explosion years ago, were playing a game. Only, I'm not sure if it's it's one of cat and mouse or if he's just after my heart. The weapon weapons he uses are his fist when he teaches my sons to box, his hands when he holds me as we dance in the small town he calls home. Some call him Frank, others ghost, but to me he he always just has just been Irish. <laughs> There's so many just like so many layers of these books <laughs> that I'm just like it's wild. Yep. Mafia romance, double agent, uh, childhood friends to lovers, second chance, who hurt you, single mom, cat and mouse, and dual point of view. Four stars, two chili peppers. This is my first Brittany Nicole book. Um, it didn't disappoint. This book gives you dark vibes um, and gives you all the feels. Irish is an incredible man. I'm obsessed with him. Like, just top notch there on the scale of Irishmen in my <laughs> mafia men I guess you could say for the Irish because I have Italian ones too um, everything he's do- everything he does is to protect those he loves and he just wants to make a difference he did just that when Ellie and her boys walked back into his life Ellie and Irish reconnecting it was the sweetest journey the way he showed up for her and her kids over and over again was so sweet and made my heart swell Irish was coming home for Ellie, and she deserves to leave the past in the past and move forward to peace and happiness. The quote, the, star-crust, the star-crossed nature of our love, the little girl from the Italian mafia was never supposed to spend, I was never supposed to spend time with, let alone fall in love with, the son of the Irishman boss. They're just like always, like I'm just like, I, you re, like they're all so different, like very it's, different. which is wild. Very different. So then you have Wood Riddance, which is book four on the Lovewell Lumberjack series by Daphne Elliott. I got this directly from the author, Daphne Elliott. Should not call her by first name. She's Daphne Elliott. We're not best friends. Um, This is also available on KU. All of these books are Finn Herbert, Viking Lumberjack, Pilot, Single Dad, and My Sworn Enemy. Not only is his father responsible for the demise of mine, but our families have been feuding for generations. Too bad I'm about to add a new member to both in nine months, because as it turns out, I don't hate him nearly enough. He loves my smart mouth and my short fuse, and he thinks I look beautiful in oil-stained coveralls. It was supposed to be one storm-trapped night only, but one taste of forbidden fruit is never enough. Soon we're sneaking around, keeping our relationship a secret. Our families may never coexist peacefully, but there are others in this small town who may be the real enemies, and we can't keep the secret forever. Tropes, single dad, small town, enemies to lovers, accidental pregnancy, forbidden love, dual POV. 4.5, two chili peppers. This book is one of my favorites in the series. The journey for Adele and Finn is absolutely beautiful. He showed up for her in ways... um, she had never experienced before and with the unexpected surprise um they are starting to mend the bridge between their families finn and adele are so perfect for each other adele is a strong and very independent woman she is searching for peace and closure after her father's unexpected death and she begins to find it in this man she should in in the man that she shouldn't have feelings for finn is back in the small town he grew up in with his daughter looking to start fresh but his family is falling apart and the only woman who brings him clarity in his chaos is the fiercely independent woman adele he will do anything for just a chance especially after their kiss that changed both of them two years ago the quote if i learned one thing in the difficult years since my father's death though it 
was that life was short and he'd had to and we had to seize the good and hang on with both hands maybe i was stuck but god damn it i was determined to find any to grab the any way to grab this happy ending by the balls I, that, you I actually, just, like, you really would like this series. Well, it doesn't have anything. It seems to be like very scary or anything. It's not. Well, it has like a suspenseful mystery, but like. Not scary. Not scary. You okay. would enjoy it. Highly recommend to you. Also, this book. I think you should maybe read this one too. Okay. Get out of your little. Okay. Like, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Off the Hook by Julie Olivia. I got this from Good Girls PR. Also available on KU. It's book one in the Never Harbor series. Um, I need a nanny, and I may need her more. I know about my reputation as Never Harbor's secluded single dad, but I have everything I need. My imaginative son, my dog, and our remodeled cottage by the sea. That is until my nanny quits. My brother's ex-fiance, Wendy Darling, is an elementary school teacher with a free summer. The last thing I need is to get tangled in, in his mess, in this mess, but my family thinks she's perfect, is the perfect fit for this job. It turns out she's fits better than I could have imagined. Wendy is nothing like I expected. She's kind and adventurous with a beautiful laugh that washes my worst nightmares away. She pushes past my silence and sees more of my true self than anyone has in years, and my six-year-old son is falling for her just as quickly. Being with Wendy can never happen, not when my younger brother is her ex-fiancé. Not when she's so close to our family, not when our small coastal town gossips the way that it does. But after so long in the dark, Wendy makes me feel something. Falling for her feels a lot like flying instead. I know happy endings only belong in fairy tales, but I'm close to stealing one myself. So it's just a reimagined. I think uh, I added Wendy this one after Hook. the after the book club. I think yes. you talked about it. Single dad, nanny, ex-fiance's older brother, age gap of seven years, um, grumpy sunshine, coastal small town, spicy open door, um, hook and windy inspired. And, like, I loved it. I really, truly think that you'll love it, too. I think it's the one I added because you said it on the book club. Uh, Four stars, two chili peppers. This book was so cute. Jasper is a single dad, and he's just trying to find his way. Windy is a fun, beautiful, and incredible storyteller and just so happens to be Jasper's brother's ex-fiance. Jasper and Wendy are so adorable and I love their banter. The way Wendy just understands Jasper and his lack of words and grumpiness is superb. Jasper has a way with words when he uses them and is so possessive with his touch. Sam, Jasper's son, is an is adorable and, is, and his imagination imagination is out of this world. I'm looking forward to coming back to Never Harbor. Quote, it's a reminder to keep flying, the fl the, that life will move on, that the earth keeps spinning and the birds keep migrating, regardless of what happened the day before. That I should keep flying, too. Super cute. If you Literally palate cleanser. Like, okay. So fun. Hawk. This is book three in um, the New Orleans Rebels motorcycle series. This is by Mackenzie Fox. I got this from the author's agency, also available on Kindle Unlimited. I've always been a protector in my to my motorcycle club brothers, to my president, my club, and then there's her. Jess is the kind of woman who's, um, 
who was made to drive me insane. She hates me, but our paths still cross. She thinks she has the upper hand, but she doesn't know me, not really. She has no idea the depths I will travel to keep her safe or what I will give up to make her mine. She can fight it, but I can't let it go. I never will. He thinks he has the upper hand. Um, This is like now her section of the blurb. Uh, He thinks that he has the upper hand. He thinks because he's a biker, he can boss me around. Well, I've got news for him, and it's all bad. Hawk may be larger than life in in every way, devoted to his club, but I never expected him to do the rock that I needed. When life turned upside down, we were forced together. Hawk had to choose. They say tragedy can bring you closer, but this may just be the very thing to tear us apart for good. The tropes, motorcycle club, romance, broody biker, enemies to lovers, spitfire, heroine, grumpy sunshine, OW drama. I messaged Mackenzie Fox about what that meant. It's other woman drama. Oh, but okay. there's But not cheating. It's just betrayal. That's Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, surprise parenthood, happy ending, uh, dual POV, 4.5 stars, three chili peppers. Okay, so this was phenomenal. I thought the last one. You really liked the last one. I really liked the last, and I loved the first one, Cash. Um, this this was good. This Hawk is just everything, and when Jas hits, he betrayed Jas. He did something that she can't, doesn't want him anymore, and when he's there to pick up the pieces when her life is literally turned upside down it shows who he really is to Mm -hmm. her and he couldn't get it like he is possessive he is persistent he knows what he wants and he wants her and he just shows up and which is great the quote if I had any doubt about whether Hawk was feel, had has feelings for me, then all of those questions questions just got answered. That look, that's how I want him to look at me forever. Not with sympathy or like he doesn't know what to do. He looks at me like he like I am his everything. Um, the unexpected parenthood in this was re- like did not see coming. Oh, really? Yeah. It's there, but, like, you don't really realize it until, like, it's happening. Yeah. You're, like, too late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So two more. These two are um, out now. These are the two that I wrote. I start – I've already read in the month of November. Um, Rogue Villain by Pamela O'Rourke. Yeah. the author's agency available on KU. This is book two in a billionaire standalone series. So there's three books, I believe, Rogue Romeo, Rogue Villain, and then there's another one coming out soon. But they are complete standalones. Okay. But they take place in the same universe. Same world. Okay. The blurb. I'm toxic, but maybe she's my antidote. Callous, calculating, and controlled. I'm a man with no one to care for and nothing to lose, a man to reckon with, at least until my carefully emotionless life is upended when she's placed under my protection. Ren Caputo, the off-limits daughter to my dead best friend. From the moment she looks up at me from those, with those pretty gray eyes, she owns me. 
even as I fight it, even when I push her away, when I hurt her with my venomous words and unforgivable actions, somehow she sees past the man I present to, to the world. She doesn't flinch with, uh, when faced with my worst self. Instead, she unlocks a side of me that I didn't, didn't know existed anymore. She makes me feel more than I've ever believed possible. I'm falling for her, forbidden or not, right or wrong. She's destined to be mine until the reason she came into my life becomes the very reason she may be driven from it. And I'll do everything in my power to keep her safe from the forces that would drive us apart. Because even though I don't deserve her, I'm taking her anyway. The tropes are billionaire romance, age gap of 18 years, forbidden romance, dad's best friend, enemies to lovers, forced proximity, suspense, and steam, hilarious banter, and dual point of view. Four stars, three chili peppers. This was a solid book. Okay. I struggled in the beginning following along with the story. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, maybe that's because I needed to read book one. Yeah. So then I did a little research. And they're complete standalones. Oh, so, so you don't like, really need to. I think what it is, is it was a little bit childish in the beginning. Okay. So her mom is taken mm-hmm. out of her small town. And the police officer was also, who basically saves her um gets her to the hospital pretty much because she was hit over the head when she walked into her home mm-hmm. to find that her mother was gone. Okay. Um, is Was also her dad's friend. Okay. So he takes her to the next person that he knows that she'll be safe with. Okay. Which is this man. This guy. Okay. Um, Vaughn. So he... Takes her in but doesn't realize she thought that he always has thought that his best friend and his wife had a little boy. Okay. But that's not the case. They have her. They have her. Okay. And he didn't know that because her mom was pregnant with her when her dad died. And her dad died because of Vaughn. Okay. So when it all went down, he was asked to leave them alone. You need mm-hmm. you're he's dead because of you. You need to go. Okay. So Ren doesn't know any of this. Doesn't know mm-hmm. Vaughn. Vaughn doesn't know she, it's a it's a girl. She he's always thought it was a boy. Yeah. So he is shocked when he learns that like his best friend that he died for him. Yeah. Has this daughter who now she, he's falling in love with. Yeah. But when they come to it's. In my opinion, it was very childish. Like, they were just, like, they went straight to playing pranks on each other. I'm like, no, we're full-grown adults yeah. here. We're, we're putting, like, food coloring in the shower head yeah, to dye like, me blue. Like, it just, it, it, once I got past, they stopped playing yeah. pranks on each other, and they finally just admit, like, and, but she was determined because she has loved him his whole, her whole life. Mm-hmm. Because when her Nona died, at the funeral, she wandered off and she ran into Vaughn, who was standing back mm-hmm. in, the, in yeah. the trees, if you want to say that, how it was described. That's what it seems like. And they communicated. And that's where she fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. 
but he didn't know no, yeah. that that who she really was. Yeah, because he didn't expect it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So he, she's always wanted him, and now mm-hmm. she has this opportunity. And so when he finally gives into it, because she was like, "I'm here," like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's when like the ball, like then the book starts going, flowing a yeah. little bit better, which has mm-hmm. been really nice. Um, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Once it started going, I I loved it. But it's a it's a four for yeah. me. Um, do I recommend it? Yes, because yeah. it's a solid book. Yeah, you just have to get past you have to get there. Yeah, the quote you see Vaughn, that's where you're wrong. Uh, we have light and dark, good. You see Vaughn, that's where you you're wrong. We all have light, good and bad within ourselves, angel and devil. Today, I let a little bit more of my devil show, and that's okay when it comes to protecting the ones we love. Solid ending, like the journey from beginning to end. You get the happy ending, you get the closure yeah. you're looking for and things like that. Um, the other, the last one, Daffodils in Winter by Lola Miles, the author's agency. This is book two in the Miramount Uni- University series, available on KU. The first one is Lilies in Autumn. Which is what you read. I read. Okay. Um, that book, Lo- uh, Lilies in Autumn, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, when in comparison to this. Okay. It, this book picks up in the last couple chapters of that book. Okay. 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 This book broke me. So just <laughs> this is a new this is one of the more recent ones you finished, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. There are things you plan. Ibuprofen on your nightstand after a night out. Alarm clocks to wake you up for class at an ungodly hour. And spare tom- tampons in your bag for a surprise period. With my best friend by my side, I thought I was prepared for every scenario freshman year could throw at us. The last thing I anticipated was him. Dante Camaro is unlike anyone I've ever met. Sinfully good looking, covered in tattoos, and ridiculously annoying. Despite how hard I try to push him away, he keeps coming back, undeterred and determined to make me his. My plans for independence and and a fun college experience are decimated when by two pink lines on five little tests. But when tragedy strikes, will Dante stay by my side or will my tough exterior finally push him away? Please, 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 please. Trigger warnings. Content warning. All of the things. This book, the first book. It's a lot. I cried. Broke my heart. Put me back together. So, tropes are college romance, frenemies to lovers, opposites attract, strong and dramatic um, FMC, obsessed and dedicated MMC, surprise V-card, unexpected pregnancy, dirty talk, praise, found family, emotional trauma, and dual POV. Four stars, two chili peppers. Like I said, um, trigger warnings on this book, this book made me cry broke my heart but in the end put it back together um celeste and dante's story it's just pure love 
Like he loved her the moment he saw her. The growth for Celeste, I'm not going to get into a lot of what happens in this book, but the growth for Celeste um, is perfect for the age of Celeste in this book. It's like that. I'm a freshman in college. I'm on my own for the first time. I may or may not be aware of things that I've experienced prior to coming to college, but now I'm finding my voice. I'm going to stand up for myself. In a sense, um, you're going through adult things. Um, and you just kind of find yourself. And I mean, that's the point of college, right? Is mm-hmm. discover who you are. Um, and I feel like Celeste does that. Um, but that's, that's I, I, I really can't go into a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, quote, daffodils are symbolic of rebirth and new beginnings, and I don't want to forget my tragedy, but I want to be reborn from it. So Dante and Celeste share a loss, and I'm sure you can assume what that loss is, um, but it's just, it's different, and it's hard, but the way that Dante shows up for her, for her, and for each other in a sense, um, it's, it, it's good. It's it's a solid book. I I mean, it, I cried. It broke my heart, but it definitely put me back together. Which is you got you got to love. Which is good. Yeah, you yeah, got to love that, right? And, mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a heavy one to. It's <laughs> not a heavy end one it, to end with. End with that one, but so I apologize with that ending. But the I've had some. I'm reading another arc right now, and um, I have another one that's finished, but I haven't. I, I'm reading the second because it's a duet and they mm-hmm. came out at the same time. So I'm reading them together. So we'll talk about that in their November wrap up. But yeah, that's, those are the, you're like, those, those, are, the, those are the arcs. Sorry, that was heavy. <laughs> but I'm really excited. I have, I think the arc that I just finished, the arc that I'm reading now, and then I think I'm going to throw in something for my TBR. I currently have a couple fantasy arcs that I have to knock out. Um, And we talked about they have to be completely standalone from Iron Flame. Like, I have to mentally block them separate. You have to. I think, truly, I think you need to read a palette cleanser or something wrong. Before I do, yeah. Before you dive into something like that. So you can be in the headspace to keep them separate. Yeah. And it's really hard because one of the things I was, when I was listening to um, the Fantasy Fangirls podcast... We, they were talking about like comparing fourth wing to iron flame yeah and how you say okay which one do you like better i'm not i'm not going to go into it but they say like which one do you like better and yeah you can't physically compare them which is so odd because typically you're comparing you know apples to oranges but this is apples to apples in the technical sense and it's kind of one of those things that's gonna i can't i can't in good conscience read arc books that are in the same genre and not give myself space in between because it's just the it's not fair no it's not fair because you're looking at like rebecca yaros iron flame fourth wing in comparison to potentially like debut authors it's a completely different yeah. realm so yeah those will come in november time. but i will not um just so we're just getting it out there um because we already talked about 
having a separate episode dedicated to Iron Flame. You will not hear my thoughts on Iron Flame um, in the November wrap-up. So it will only come within the solo Iron Flame episode um, because I don't think it's fair to, <laughs> to do that to any other book, honestly, yeah. to talk about it. In the in the scope of the book that it is, you just can't. So yeah. just, just a clear warning if you're like, oh, I can't wait for the November wrap-up. Uh, no, enjoy this one because it's uh, <laughs> Iron Flame is not coming in that one. So, yep, that's funny. Anything? I else? think that's. I think that's a good, that's solid. Like that's. I feel like that's how it kind of should be. And I can't talk about it because Amber's here. Yeah. So especially if we go through what we're kind of workshopping. Um, yeah, I don't want her because it's too much spoilers. It's too spoilery, and I and I struggle with that anyway. If it's within a series, like talking about too much. So yeah, I agree. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Again, the buddy read for our podcast this month, again, is going to be Iron Flame. Technically, you're buddy reading with me and Kristen. but Yes, because I will not be on the podcast episode. But that's all right. So follow us on Instagram, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, unfortunately, our camera died. So <laughs> this will not be on YouTube. But you can subscribe on YouTube as well. That's one day. Helpful. One day we're going to get our we shit were together. We're going to figure out this video thing. We are struggling. If you have any tips or tricks, please DM Mostly us. Mostly to keep know. cameras from dying in the middle well, of, not even think, dying. I don't think it died. I no, think I mean like dying like the video is like, there. It it's stopped. like, yeah. And I bought like a really big memory card. No, I know. And it's stopped. like, it's, it's like almost like a setting that we have to figure out because I think it's, it's setting be. is like, yeah. So one day we'll, we'll be on YouTube. It it, it'll be fine. We just have to stop using our phone because sometimes we need our phones for different things and storage wise and then finding out the no it's the storage to get it's the it's the big 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 issue is getting the video from the phone to the computer yes or to my phone and it's like for the editing purposes so yep it's fine um we're we're good we're doing here you're here you're listening so and if you did not listen to our catch-up episode um i highly recommend you listen to that because it was a fun one so yep yep Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Happy reading. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Tropes and Tantrums. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget, happy reading.